Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Today's podcast is sponsored by SLI Systems, providers of intelligent site search and navigation solutions. Learn more at sli-systems.com and listen to their interviews at ecommercepodcast.com. Your path to e-commerce success starts right here. You're listening to Practical E-Commerce, the podcast for e-commerce results. Practical E-Commerce Podcast. My name is Brian Getting, and this is a supplemental podcast to our November 2006 issue. And in this podcast, we have uh, Chad Herman, who is the Director of Business Development for Second Byte, and uh, he spoke with Mitch Bettis recently about order abandonment, or shopping cart abandonment, excuse me. Uh, research has shown that online consumers tend to abandon their shopping carts about 75% of the time, and Second Byte is a company that offers a product that integrates with a shopping cart and it sort of offers a potential solution for recovering orders after somebody abandons the cart. So Chad Herman could explain it much better than me and like I said, uh, he's speaking with Mitch Bettis today. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to them. Second Byte is a, is a product specifically intended to work with merchants that have either shopping cart or order abandonment. We look at it as anything that a merchant has that a process that they want a shopper to complete, whether that be purchasing something through a shopping cart or even something uh, on the other end of the scale for newsletter sign-up. Um, it can work in any particular situation where there is a, a process that uh, the merchant wants the, the shopper to complete. So what we do is give the opportunity for that merchant to remarket to any individual that comes to their site, shows an interest in their items, products, or services, but for whatever, whatever reason isn't able to complete that purchase at the time of the site visit. And what we are able to do then is get back in front of that individual with a targeted, branded email with a link back to that order and process. So it's not just a reminder saying, we appreciate your interest in our products, we recognize that you're on our site, thanks, and we hope you come back. It's a specific, targeted message to the individual, reminding them of that visit, talking specifically about the item or items or services that they were interested in, and then giving them the opportunity to return to that order and process, to that item in the cart. Second by works as an affiliate, so the only cost ever associated with utilizing Second Byte is any recovered sales or recovered signings or sign-ups for a subscription or some other related service. And does this integrate with any kind of shopping cart? Are there any limitations there, whether I have a, a licensed solution or a hosted solution? There really are no limitations. The product was built to be able to work across any platform. So regardless of whether or not you're, for example, a small merchant working with the Yahoo store system or if you are creating something on your own, it's a home-built program that's, that's in-house or if it's, for example, GSI or Monster Commerce or anybody else, the idea is that this is going to work across the board. We do a number of different things so that we can work in different environments. 
So it's really not limited to anything, to any one type or, or any specific card application. Your site had noted that Second Byte approaches this problem by addressing certain behavioral triggers that are mm -hmm. displayed by consumers kind of during their shopping process. What, what does a behavioral trigger, what does that mean? What is it watching for? Well, the behavioral trigger is pretty straightforward in this. It's an abandon. Now, an abandon can be determined in a lot of different ways, but straightforward response would be that an individual goes to a merchant site, begins the process of selecting an item, placing that item to the shopping cart, and then for whatever reason, once that order is in process, the sale process has taken place, they don't complete. Now, that can be obviously anything from they received a phone call at home and forgot to go back to the computer, the session timed out, they were at work on break, decided that they were going to continue their their shopping or searching for products at a later time, maybe when they're at home. Any number of things can come up. But what we look at is the, the behavior of beginning the process of purchasing an item, and then the event, of course, is that they abandoned. And once it's they don't complete that sale, and it is that transaction, and it is abandoned, a series of emails goes out. Is that correct? And then... I presume the merchant has set up this series of emails to a certain level of kind of specific messages and meanings as well. Is that also correct? That's correct. The, the number of emails, the timing and delivery of those emails is completely determined by the merchant. Now, Second Byte and the people associated with working with those merchants will do all of the work. They will do the entire account setup. We'll do email creative will assist in determining the length of time between the first email and the second email, will help determine if it should be a one-email campaign or a multiple-email campaign. A number of different factors go into deciding how to respond with that particular merchant to that shopper, and we call emails campaigns. But you could also set up multiple campaigns based on the cart process. Obviously, we work with merchants that are retailers that sell, let's just say, traditional items like sporting goods. But we also work with merchants that have subscription sites. We also work with merchants that um, are lead generation type merchants, and, and they know that you know they've, they've got a large campaign to try to drive people to a site to sign up for, we'll just say, a calling card, for example, or a new credit card, or some other you know some other uh, service. Um, and there's a lot of partial data. There's a lot of people who begin the process and don't complete. Um, we are able to respond to those people as well. So. In determining how we are going to respond to the to the shopper, we work pretty closely with the merchant in determining how many emails should go out, the timing of those emails, the creative and the message in those emails, and we the system is smart enough to vary the message or determine the message that goes back to that individual based on where they abandoned in the process and what they abandoned on. When a consumer abandons a process and then begins to receive a series of emails, how, can they then, from that email, reinitiate the checkout process, or do they need go back to the site and kind of start over? How does that part of it work? Where does the consumer pick up the process once it receives an email? The experience of the end user is, and I'll walk you through the entire process. I go to, let's just say, I go to a retailer that that sells sporting goods, and I'm looking at um, I'm looking at tennis shoes. And for whatever reason, as I'm, I'm in the process, I put those shoes into the cart. I'm looking at shipping costs possibly or just kind of determining what my, my value is going to be compared to going down to the local store. And for whatever reason, um, I don't complete that purchase. I just, I've abandoned. 
now we are on that site with that particular merchant. What the shopper is going to see at home is that, or when they when they receive that email, is an email from that merchant, or it's going to be branded the merchant. They're going to recognize the image and everything else from the merchant, and it's going to say something along the lines of, you know, you recently visited our site, you began the the checkout process, and you've left some items in your shopping cart. We've kept those items for you, and would like to give you the opportunity to complete that purchase. We may or may not include incentives, coupons, or other call to action messages. Um, that's up to the merchant as well. But then there's going to be a link that says, if you'd like to complete your purchase, click here. And if they click on that link, that link is going to be coded to bring them directly back to the page in which they abandoned. So if they had abandoned at the credit card offer, it would take them back to the credit card offer. If they abandoned on the first page, it'll take them back to the first page. But what that shopper is going to see when they click on that email is the page that they abandoned with the item that they abandoned on in that shopping cart with, you know, prepared to, to complete that purchase. So they're not going to have to reselect the items. They're not going to have to remember what site it was that they were on. They're not going to have to remember how they got, you know, through the, the quick stream to get back to the cart with that item with that particular discount or that, that combination of, of offers. It'll still be there um, waiting for them when they return. You had noted that Second Bite works as an affiliate program. If the sale is recovered, there's a that's when how Second Bite is compensated. Uh, perhaps. Explain a little more in detail how that program works in terms of how the affiliate program works. Is there a percent of the sale? Is it a standard number no matter what the product or the shopping cart size is? Uh, how does that process work? What should the merchant expect in terms of the economic side? Well, the, the reason for setting it up as an affiliate program is, is twofold, really. One is to make it simple. Uh, we didn't want it to complicate things. We, we didn't want to make uh, this a difficult decision on the merchant side by having to determine how it was going to be set up, how the cost was going to be associated, what the ROI was going to be. We wanted all those things to be, be straightforward. We wanted to be an affiliate because merchants and retailers are very familiar with the, the utilization of affiliates to drive sales. So what we decided to do was present ourselves in an, as an affiliate, get paid as any other affiliate would, and then go to the merchant and find out, for example, if they were utilizing a LinkShare, a CJ, a Cowabunga, some other affiliate network that they had set up previously and then had offered payouts based on what they thought was appropriate to affiliates. So what we do is we go into the Cowabungas of the world, we sign up, you know, once we've had a chance to talk with that merchant, we sign up with as an affiliate and then we just accept whatever payout terms are listed for that for that merchant. So if it's a percent of sale, then we accept a percent of sale. If it's a dollar amount per sale, then we take the dollar amount per sale. And we don't typically negotiate with any of our merchants uh, any additional fees or any other costs uh, other than what they've already determined to be appropriate for, for affiliates. Why is a um, third-party solution like Second Byte, or kind of, I guess we call it an external solution, beyond a normal shopping cart. Why is it necessary for a merchant to invest in this kind of tool? Can they, could they not do this on their own, for instance? Why, why is this tool necessary? Well, there's a couple of ways to answer that. And certainly there is the opportunity for somebody to go out and try to rebuild this themselves. So the first thing you have to look at is the investment it would take to build it. The, the product that we're offering, there's no cost, there's no set of fees associated with it. There are no maintenance fees. There's nothing else that goes into it other than recovered sales. So the ROI is immediate. It's also available today. It's literally something that can be up and running on a site within 48 hours. So the first thing you have to look at is, do I want to invest a lot of time and effort with my IT infrastructure to try to build something that already exists when there's no cost associated for it unless it works? So I think the initial 
consideration there is there's going to be cost. And ours is obviously, from a timeline and a cost basis, going to be much better than building it yourself. The next thing that you can look at is it, it's much more difficult to build than just responding with emails. It, this is not an autoresponder. This isn't something that just says, send me a query of every single email address from abandons in the last 30 days and let's send a generic message. You can do a lot of different things with, with our system that can help generate and drive traffic and, and increase conversions. And it's an automated system. It's something that we will run for you. So maintaining and, and watching those campaigns, looking at creative, coming up with solutions for how to get back in front of that merch or that, that shopper and help with conversions is also a big, a big consideration. And the other thing is, is that because Second Byte is a network and because we are a, we we have exposure to a lot of different to a lot of different things what we are able to do is is drive additional traffic even though we're responding specifically as it relates to your site we are going to do a better job of recognizing a shopper that abandons on a site because sometimes we can we know who those people are without them leaving an email one of the things people always say is if you're sending an email to somebody how do you know what that email address is and this is where utilizing our system as opposed to in-house is a lot a lot of times a lot better. And, and there are three different ways we can capture an email address. The first, obviously, is if they enter that email address. But the big thing about our product is they don't have to hit the submit button at the bottom of the page. So let's say, for example, on the very first page it says name, email address, street address. So if the person types in name and email address and then closes the browser, we still capture that data. They don't have to hit the submit button at the bottom of the page. And that's one of the things that I explain to companies when we talk about our product versus just pulling data from an analytics package. On an analytics package, if they don't hit the submit button, you don't know what that data is. And we do. The other thing is we can associate known shoppers for that merchant. So if somebody is a, a, a registered user on the site, they come to that particular merchant site, we share with the merchant those records, that data of that individual. So we know who they are when they hit the site. So we can capture the email address by associating with a known user. The last thing that we can do, and something that helps extend us to a lot of different, you know, to extend us to the, the situation where we can respond to a lot more people is we have the ability to recognize people on our network. So let's say, for example, that you go to one of our merchants. We know you've made a purchase on Merchant A, and that information is, is displayed with Merchant A. And then you leave Merchant A and you go to Merchant B. Now, Merchant A and B are both on our network, both companies utilizing the second byte technology. What we're able to do then is associate a known email address with an individual. These are what we call anonymous shopper records. They're not tied specifically to a name or a person. We just know we know an email address and kind of a shopper record. So if you go from one site to another and you abandon on a second site that is a second byte company, we are able to respond to you because we know who you are um, and have the ability to get in front of and drive more conversions utilizing our system than you would if, if you were just doing it with an in-house solution and it was only associating with those shoppers on your site. And that's going to do it for this podcast. I'd like to uh, say thank you to Chad Herman of Second Byte and also Mitch Bettis for a fantastic interview. And uh, definitely check out Second Byte at www.secondbyte.com. 